Hey, Billy, why don't we tell them what we're about, man? So we're here to welcome you to the Madhouse Chronicles. It's a talk show with myself, Billy Morrison. And me, as the This man, Prince of Darkness, and we watch and react to the maddest internet clips. What do we discuss, Ozzy? Drugs, rock and roll, aliens, all that kind of shit. Drugs, rock and roll, aliens, and all that kinds of shit. Come and join Ozzy and myself. Visit OsborneMediaHouse.com to get special access to... Come to, on! What do you say? Do you think it's the wildest show on the internet? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Looking to upgrade your Jeep? Who is Who it, is right? right? How would you like to get free gear to make those upgrades happen even faster? Yeehaw. The Jeep Talk Show, the world's most downloaded Jeep podcast, is giving you, the listener, a chance to win big-ticket items from brands you know, love, and trust. Want in on the action? We'll be giving away major Jeep gear from big-name brands every month. This isn't going to be stickers, hats, and t-shirts. We're talking about serious gear that can change your Jeep build in a big way. So listen to the show every week and make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss your opportunity to win the Jeep Talk Show's biggest giveaways ever. Hey, Chris, I know you know this. Uh, Next Entire USA is our primary sponsor for our second annual Jeep Talk Show off-road event, Texas. Uh, coming up, uh, well, t- uh, tomorrow, I guess, as far as uh, getting there. And Saturday is the, the actual stated uh, uh, day of the event. But uh, uh, we'll be talking more about that later. But uh, Nexon uh, Tire USA, we got you. Find out more about the tires that are on the 2021 Jeep Talk Show Gladiator, the Nexon Tire Rodian MTX at NexonTireUSA.com. You're listening to a 4x4, 4x4 Radio Network podcast. Are you ready? It's the Jeep Doc Show with Wendy. There will be body damage. Jeep Mama. Are you sure? Josh. Yeah, I don't think so. And Tony. I think that's a huge deal. So sit back, strap in, and brace yourself. Hi, I'm Chris, and I will not be at the second annual Jeep Talk Show Texas event. Well, you don't have to sound so happy about it, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Tony, and I'll be interviewing Cody with TrailChasers.net. TrailChasers.net is a podcast and more that is part of the 4x4 Radio Network, the same network that the Jeep Talk Show is a member of. Well, Chris, I'm sorry that you're not going to be able to be with us. I was really glad that you were able to come out uh, last year. Uh, of course, it's a, a long drive for you being up there in Canada, uh, so I'm glad that uh, you were able to fly in. Yes, yes, and uh, um, not quite to Canada, but just a couple <laughs> miles away in, in Detroit. And uh, Yeah, I'm bummed out I'm not going to be able to make it. It's, it was, it's a great park, and I would say uh, anybody that might have a negative uh, connotation to a park, it's not a park in the sense that we here in the Midwest, the parks are uh, repurposed uh, gravel pits, which can change oh, with wow. good enough which is good enough rain and just can be a big mud pit at times. So some people have a negative connotation of parks and that hidden falls is not that at all. It is, I, I wouldn't consider it a park, even though I think uh, it's in, it's in the name. So I, I think anybody that might be on the fence, head out there it's a great time it's a great location with great trails and obstacles well you know with the the issues that i've had with uh, overheating on the highway with the uh, the xj that spent all those years building the silly thing but really couldn't take it anywhere i had uh, just minimal uh, places that i had gone to uh, i think i've been to uh three four different places 
and uh, i think the the fourth place that i went to was hidden falls and i was very impressed with it it was uh it's not a um I, I, well the hill country in texas is always i've always liked that being from the houston area things being flat you don't see anything that is uh uh, you, we would call it a mountain. Most people would just call it a you know a, a gradual rise of elevation. <laughs> but there's some areas out there that are are, are pretty pretty high up. Uh, Wildcat Peak comes to mind, uh, where everybody uh, likes to drive to to take pictures of the surrounding uh, area. But I just think it's beautiful. Uh, it, they've got rocky shelves. Uh, we the 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 rock on the trails is kind of like caliche is what we call it down here in uh, uh, in Southeast Texas. Uh, it's just a kind of a limestone type thing, but uh, it's it's not a desert environment, but somewhat I would think you know I, I guess a pre-desert environment. I think it's very pretty. Uh, I've always just really enjoyed that park. Absolutely, and then you're right. We got up there on on Wildcat and just a great. You can see the whole park. You can look out and basically 360 and see everything, which is is just really beautiful and and challenging depending on what line you take to get up there, get down. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I think we may be going to Barnwell pretty soon as far as uh, places in Texas. And there's a, another place that uh, I will have to uh, uh, ask uh, uh, my friend about uh, that uh, is involved with those things. Um, but I've uh, been to Barnwell. Barnwell was, uh, was nice. Uh, and uh, I think that – and it's, it's more of a eh, – I don't want to say state park, but I guess it would kind of be more of a state park. But it's still – owned by the state it's not public lands which i was really surprised to find out in texas that there's no public uh places to go wheel i mean where you can just go off and go camping and everything else uh, I, I guess big ben uh um uh, is it big ben park or natural anyway i can't remember big ben uh the big ben area there's a a big place that you can go but i think that's also state run i don't think there's any uh quote unquote public lands available for doing stuff yeah, that's, uh, that's a bummer. So you don't have a BLM or anything like that. I think it's what it's referred to, Bureau of Land Management out west. And right. Well, I think we there have. is. I think there is one, but it's not. It's not just open to the public, where you you can't. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to pay a fee or uh, something. Yeah, we're fortunate in Michigan, where I'm at. I mean, you pay thirty six dollars, put a tag on the back of your vehicle, be it a Jeep or or other ORV, and you've got thousand plus miles of, of marked trails plus uh, other spots you can find yourself into so we're very fortunate here yeah big ben that uh national national park service is uh, is how it's referred to and so i think jeep jamboree usa actually has a uh, event down there at big ben uh, or maybe they've had one i don't know if it's a yearly thing or not i gotta go to one of those things did you ever think about going to to one of those uh jeep jamboree events uh, chris I have, I have. I've always, uh, always wanted to, but uh, they sell out pretty quick. I mean, they're they're oh, a little yeah. cost. They are a little costly, but I hear a great event catered. Uh, a breakfast and lunch is included. Uh, everything's guided. I just haven't haven't been on the ball to sign up for one. The closest one to me is about five six hours away, which isn't an issue. And uh, just got to get on the stick and get after it beginning of the year because they do the ones I've seen sell out uh, pretty quickly at the beginning of the calendar year. Right. And and also they are expensive, but they have a chauffeur available, so you can just sit in the back and uh, let them wheel the, your jeep for you and just enjoy beverages. I, I believe for sure. Don't quote me on that. Don't call up there and say, <laughs> "Hey, I'm interested in the Jeep Talk Show's uh, package that uh, he was talking about." So, Chris, uh, I, I think we've talked about this before. Uh, it's hard to keep up with four episodes a week, but 
Uh, we've been doing roundtable episodes here for a while where we have a Zoom meeting and uh, people, anybody uh, can join in on the, the Zoom meetings. Quite often it's the, the same group of people, which is to be expected, but we would love to have uh, your voice uh, in there. And when I say your, I don't mean you, I mean uh, the listener. Because uh, <laughs> you're you're you are there on the roundtable episodes most of the time. Uh, I would say more times than not, uh, very seldom are you uh, are you missing from the roundtable. You are late many times, but uh, but yes. I, I but I don't notice that. <laughs> <laughs> so the roundtable episodes used to be where we would just get on there, and uh, when it first started, it was just we just got on there and just just uh, pardon the t- the term, shot the shit. And uh, then we uh, we came up with questions to ask, uh, so it'd be more a little more under control. But it still gets out of control, thankfully. Uh, a lot of fun. And uh, now we've uh, we've added uh, guests. Yes, yes, we do uh, when uh, available, when appropriate. Have uh, uh, maybe a, a group organizer. We just had uh, Allison from uh, Ducking Jeep, duck, uh, duck official Jeep. Ducking Jeep, Duck Duck Jeep. Thank you. And uh, that was neat to talk to her to find out the genesis and the, the origin story of Duck Duck Jeep and what it, uh, how it really started, what it really means. And uh, um, I know uh, the uh, who's uh, I'm sorry, I'm blanking on who our guest was this past week or um, coming up. Uh, Carrie and Paul Porter with uh, uh, Discover Four by Four Adventures, I believe, is our next roundtable coming yep. up. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, last week it was supposed to be Charlene Bauer, but yeah. uh, she had something come up at the last minute, so we were going to get her rescheduled. But that's okay, because we can always uh, revert back to the uh, the standard uh, question and having a good time. And uh, I, you were there on that uh, the, the last uh, episode that we, uh, the last roundtable episode, weren't you? Yes, I was. It was it was a it was a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun. Uh, you know, I'm and talking about brain farting. I'm brain farting on uh, what it was that we were talking about, but it was just uh, it was a hoot. I mean, we were talking over each other. It was so everybody wanted to get in and talk, and I love that aspect of it. It's not, uh, you know, you say I say something, and then there's crickets uh, while people uh, try to warm up to the idea of actually talking. Yeah, and there's great great conversation, and a lot of folks have their video on. Some folks like Chuck is out in the shop working on his jeeps and yep. uh, we even get into a little little technical talk and maybe help each other out from time to time yeah that was episode uh, 612 I had to go back and look at the calendar uh so that was uh came out on may 25th episode 612 and uh, i don't know if uh, if people know this or not but we have uh the uh, the monday friday episode which is like the standard format that we've been doing for years and then the add-on episodes are Wednesday and Thursday, and uh, Wednesday, of course, is the roundtable, and uh, you're listening to the Thursday episode, which which I'm going to call the interview episode, because that's why we're here, is we're, uh, we have all these interviews that uh, uh, from guests that you uh, set up for us, Chris. Uh, I think you and Bob and a few other people have actually uh, gone out and spoke with people either directly or indirectly about getting them on the show, and uh, we sure do appreciate it, and of course, all the the effort that you've put into uh, getting all these uh, interviews that we have. I think we have interviews recorded all the way through October or November now, Chris. Yeah, I believe the first or second week in November. Yep, yep. So we're going to have uh, be doing a, a few things on the the roundtable, but don't don't uh, don't worry. We're not planning on having interviews or question and answers for every roundtable episode because we we love just uh, talking amongst ourselves and having that good time uh, from the the group. Uh, that has uh, been established there on the uh, in the Zoom meeting. But again, please don't keep that from you joining. We my goal is to get a hundred people. Could you imagine a hundred people on the Zoom meeting, Chris? 
that'd be awesome that would be really really cool i don't know if there's a guinness uh <laughs> maybe we could call guinness one of these days and what's the most people that have been on a podcast at one time well that's, that's an idea we need to send uh beer guinness beer to everybody uh yeah. that's the, the joining the zoom meeting <laughs> guinness is a beer right it's a dark beer it is yes yeah. they're very right. very dark and thick kind of like a milkshake <laughs> in my opinion not a fan of it <laughs> and warm i think is i think you have to drink it warm don't you or tepid not cool it's it's yeah it's not not cold but oh not, it's not. it's room temperature just the way yeah. mom used to make it <laughs> yeah, nah. not good not my thing from around the world or from your city and sometimes just down the street how to neighbor it's the Jeep Talk Show interview. All right, yo, boys and girls, it's time for another Jeep Talk Show interview. And uh, tonight, it's been a long time since we've had Cody on. But Cody is, uh, would you be? Would you consider yourself the host or one of the co-hosts of TrailChasers.net? I am the uh, uh, jerk wrangler, the uh, the the conspiracy theorist, tamper down. <laughs> I, I'm, the head I'm the, cheese. I'm the switchboard operator and the voicemail responder. Uh, I, I'm one of the co-hosts of the uh, of the uh, Trail Tatchers podcast. And you guys, and there's three of you on the on the podcast, right? There's four now. Uh, so in studio, we have Matt and Jose, who have been Matt. Matt joined the show in July of 2018. Jose shortly after, like uh, November, December of 2018. And then uh, towards the end of last year, we had my brother Casey come on the show, and he usually joins us remote every week. Oh, okay. That's really cool. So, yeah, I haven't, uh, the last time I uh, uh, had been uh, listening on, uh, I think it was the YouTube Live uh, where I caught you, uh, I get in there and I start making a lot of crazy comments, and I said, yeah, Cody didn't have time for this, He didn't, and he's not going to tell me to F.O., <laughs> so I'm just going to leave him alone. <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny, because we, we do, we record live on, on YouTube on Tuesday nights, and uh-huh. then the audio gets re- released on Thursday. Um, I have gotten to the point where I try to uh, not pay attention to the chat room yeah. while I'm doing an interview, because I'm trying to focus on the guest, and the chat room has devolved into a... Let's make fun of Cody for the next hour and a half, and so it, they, it quickly derails the conversation. So I try to like not pay attention to it if I can. Well, that means they just love you, Cody. They they try to give me a hard time too, and that's the Zoom people for us because we get the uh, we got this Zoom meeting thing going on. It's actually our, our roundtable episode that we also record on Tuesdays and then publish on on Wednesday. And uh, they they just have a, a a really good time giving me a hard time. Well, problem is is that I can give it back really really quickly. So yeah. trailchasers.net is is where you need to go and or what you need to look for trail for the Trail Chasers podcast. I was talking to, to Cody recently because of a, a big announcement in his uh, his career, uh, both uh, I guess podcasting wise and professionally. Which I'm not saying you're not a professional podcaster but i guess i did kind of kind of in a way <laughs> so if i'm a professional podcaster the uh, podcasting industry has some problems that's <laughs> i'll say i know i know what you mean so um it, but we were talking and i thought to myself my god cody we haven't had you on all, all the time trail chasers is definitely part of the 4x4 radio network one of the the, the first members of the 4x4 radio network and uh, I want to get you on the show and make sure, because we talk about you from time to time, uh, and uh, uh, Matt and Jose, uh, but uh, 
the we just need to get get you on here so more of our listeners know about Trail Chasers and uh, they take the time to listen to your show as well. So tell the folks what Trail Chasers is all about because it used to be a Jeep and then you you fried that engine and you got something else. <laughs> well, that is that, that's one thing that we uh, we kind of pride ourselves on is we are not specific to any brand or manufacturer. It doesn't matter what you drive, we will make fun of you for it. Um, the, I have been through every vehicle you can imagine, uh, multiple Jeeps. I've had, I, I think 12 Jeeps, uh, Toyota, a couple Tacomas. Um, I'm now on in a Ford Ranger. Um, and, uh, three of my co-hosts. So, so the other three co-hosts all have a, a Nissan Frontiers. And then Jose also has a Toyota Land Cruiser. Um, so we, we talk about any of the brands and our, uh, most of what we do is trail running. We do four big listener events a year where everybody comes out, can come out and, and join us on trips. Um, but it is, it is interviews of, of people and companies in the off-road and overland community. And then just general shenanigans, just making fun of each other and uh, trying to keep it on, on track. And how long have you guys been going now? It's been a while. Oh, well, I started, uh, so I started, um, I started the, the website in 2014, December of 2014. In 2015, you guys started asking for someone that uh, had information on the Grand Cherokee, which I was driving at the time. So in 2015, I was recording segments and sending them to you for air. And then that turned into a couple guest host spots. In 2016, I started the show uh, on my own. Um, it was just a one-on-one interview uh, show. That's right. I, now yeah. I remember. Yeah. So I did the first 24 episodes like that. And, you know, uh, uh, very happy with the guests that I had on Tammy was uh, probably, I think, my first guest, if not the second That's first. right. Yep. Um, loved it. But it didn't, it was missing something and I couldn't quite put my finger on it. And then um, in 20. 15, I had my daughter and then had Achilles repair surgery and started a new job. And I just kind of stopped because I wasn't sure what I was going to do. And then um, in 20, that was 24 episodes. And then in 2018, I convinced my brother-in-law, Matt, to join me and start to show up again because I wanted more of the buddy comedy yeah, feel. Yeah. And um, and it's kind of grown from there. So so 28, July of 2018 is when we started. That was episode 25. Uh, last night we recorded episode or two nights ago, recorded episode, uh, 2016, uh, 2000, I mean, 216. Um, so we've been going strong every week since 2018. So, uh, and I think there's always a pause for a podcaster, uh, unless it's some sort of professional thing and there's money involved and, you know, you got to go to work, but for, for doing this thing just for, for fun and giggles and hoping that it'll, and hoping somebody will listen, it, it gets a little disheartening after a while and you see the, the download numbers, or I think most people start off where they don't even get to see download numbers because there's nothing, yeah. if you're not paying, you're not getting stats. Yeah. So uh, I, it, it can be very, unless you get some feedback, and then even whenever you're getting feedback, uh, as far as download numbers, you really don't, it's hard to believe that people are actually listening. Those are, the, those are just numbers. But whenever they, they do the interaction, which I know is important for you too, it, it just makes you feel like you're you're reaching people with what you're talking about. Uh, it doesn't matter if they're, I mean, it doesn't matter to me if they're not doing what I'm asking them to do. It's just that they're taking the time out of their day to listen to me. Yeah, 100%. And I honestly started the show. So I started the website in 2014 because I was a project manager in construction. I wasn't happy. 
I had been really thinking about and trying to get into some kind of motorsport industry. Um, and I, I couldn't break into it because I had no credibility in the space. I, I was an air conditioning guy. I didn't have any background or, or resume that said I could do motorsports. Um, and then the, other, the website also gave me an opportunity to kind of express some creativity and do some things. And I, I really didn't know what to do with it at the time. Um, when I started the podcast, it was m more around just me being able to focus on something that that i had enjoyment of you know that, that i enjoyed and, and like getting to talk to people and a reason so uh, backstory i almost started a tech podcast at the time i was i'm really into linux software and uh, uh technology and all that stuff so i really was going to start like a computer or tech podcast but then i realized that i already spent enough time behind a computer i needed to start a podcast that got me out into the world so i focused on the off-road stuff I've been off-roading since I was 18, 19 years old. And uh, when I started, it was just literally so that I had something to focus on that wasn't the day-to-day -day grind. And I really didn't think about download numbers. And it wasn't until a little bit later that I started seeing download numbers that I was like, oh, wow, people are listening. This is, <laughs> this is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's really cool, though. So uh, going back a little bit, I remember uh, having you on as a, as a co-host, like if... Uh, uh, Josh or Tammy wasn't able to to make it around. I think it was it was Tammy as well. I think that was uh, uh, sometime a few times that had happened. Yeah, I know mm -hmm. it was because I remember all three of us, you, me, and Josh being on there. And I don't mm -hmm. know if I ever told you this or not. I know I mentioned it to Josh. I would have loved to have you come on to the show as a regular uh, co-host because you do it so well. Uh, Thank you. It, it, I mean, Josh said you, you know he always says you know you have uh, Cody's got great pipes. He's got that gift of gab. And it was real easy for us to get in there and chat. But my plan was, and, and, and I apologize for this, but the problem with you was uh, you were a guy. <laughs> and, I didn't, and I didn't want a sausage fest like all, all the other podcasts out there, no offense. I wanted to get some women involved in it so we could get more women into the sport, get the, the woman's voice in there. And that's when we added Tammy. But no, yeah. you absolutely great. And it was so easy to uh, ask you to be part of the 4x4 Radio Network. And also, too, very easy to ask you to co-host because it was, it was seamless. I mean, if I remember this correctly, uh, whenever uh, you were going to do – this might have happened when you were doing the segments. You actually went to a room in your house that you weren't using and set up a studio in there. And I thought to myself, holy crap. <laughs> This is so great. The, the, room I'm, the room I'm in now. So uh, this, the room I'm in now, uh, that is our studio. If you watch the show on Tuesday nights, you can see it. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, it was my daughter's. Uh, at, well, at the time she wasn't around, but it was. It, it was previous to this. It was the nursery, and it was kind of an empty room, and it had this little nook in the back corner. And I literally built a desk in there and set up a microphone and and my computer so that I could record in like a controlled environment. Um, so that I could produce a, a decent sound quality when I sent it off to you. And then uh, uh, eventually the, it became the studio. Yeah, it's it really has turned out well. And you've, uh, I mean, you have a, and, and this is a big deal. Uh, I think this would be really cool. You actually meet in this room with your co-host, other than your brother, he calls in. Uh, but uh, you actually, you guys get together, uh, I guess, once a week. Well, yeah, absolutely every Tuesday because you record on uh, YouTube. Or do it live on YouTube. So you guys actually meet so you can look at each other. Uh, you can see when somebody is going to talk. I, I don't know if anybody raises their hand or anything, but it's I, I can just imagine how cool that is to actually have everybody in the same room. Pardon, you know, the smells and everything else that go with it. 
<laughs> yeah, it, it it's very during COVID we we did the quarantine thing and everybody recorded from home and you could feel the lag in um, the responses. You could feel it even with my brother sometimes. And the only reason my brother doesn't come down uh, is because he lives in Big Bear and it's about an hour and fifteen minute drive to get to my house in Eastvale. Um, but Matt and Jose both live local, so they just come right from work to the house every every Tuesday. But it's definitely a benefit uh, to have everybody in the same room. Uh, we've had people, because the way we have the studio, we used to have one camera for the studio and you could see all of us at the table. And now each one of us has our own camera. And a, a week ago, someone was making comments about us you know, getting together and they didn't realize we're all in the same room with just cameras fo- painting, uh, pointing at our faces. Um, but it does make a huge difference in the, the ability to, to play off of each other. Don't you have a video sequencer or something that switches the cameras, or do you is it mixed where you have all the the, the displays on one screen? It's it's all on one screen, isn't it? Yeah, I've, I play so I use uh, OBS to stream the show, and in in that software, Open Broadcast Systems, right. uh, Open Broadcast Services. What is that? Uh, OBS. OBS. Anyways, <laughs> uh, you can you can set set up scenes and stuff, and I had I had played with that right, so I had. I had one camera that was just the entire studio and then camera for each one of us. And um, I tried I tried to do the thing where if Matt was talking, the camera pointed at him. And when we were all talking, the pan, but I can't do that. And maybe just I'm just not good enough, but I couldn't do that and focus on the interview at the oh, same time. It's, it's a lot of work. You need a yes. producer. You did, now I, you need to get another person in the room. <laughs> absolutely. If that to do that effectively you need someone that that's all they're doing is focusing on it yeah um and and usually when we have an interview unless it's a guest that one of the other guys brought on usually when we have an interview i drive the conversation so i i try really hard to focus entirely on that person so i can ask questions yeah Um, as you should yeah so what we do is we we use a google chat uh google um meet for the video feed and everybody logs in. The guest logs in. We put all of it up on one screen and broadcast that as we as we go through uh, the. Uh, okay, that makes sense. Yep, that makes sense from what I'm seeing. Whenever I, uh, I, I tune in there to you on YouTube on Tuesday night. What time Tuesday? Tuesday at six thirty ish. That's uh, that's uh, uh, Pacific. Pacific time. So. Yeah, the only time that matters. Um, <laughs> well, no, no, Central time is God's time. You know this. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so 6.30 is usually when we try to do our uh, our uh, interviews. Um, you know, depending on the night, we might start a little bit, a couple minutes late. Uh, actually, we started on roughly on time last, last night, and Matt was still on his way home from work. So he joined from his phone and was broadcasting <laughs> the 91 way as he was weaving in and out of traffic. I'm almost uh, there. Save me uh, a beer. <laughs> <laughs> then, yeah, then he got off the freeway, stopped at the at the liquor store to get some beer before he got here. I'm like, dude, we're already <laughs> priorities, <laughs> man. Yeah, like I was thirsty. I'm, so uh, I'm cutting your pay in half. And it has, yeah. has no, it doesn't care. I'm getting paid yeah. zero. So let, zero. Let's let's jump to the the thing I think is the most exciting thing uh, is that because uh, I don't think I've ever met a podcaster that has made money. Uh, or, or even a, a, any kind of a living off of a podcast, and and that's happened to you here recently, if not directly, indirectly. Yeah, and it's it's funny to say it that way, but but yeah. So, um, going back to when I started the 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 website and the show, that was because I was in construction and I didn't want to be in construction anymore. But but I continued to grow in my career in construction and and 
I was the vice president of operations for a large uh, air conditioning and refrigeration company up until a few months ago. Um, at the same time, uh, in 2000, maybe end of 2019, uh, middle of 2019, we started um, collaborating with Ironman 4x4 America. We, we interviewed the CEO. We interviewed the VP of product. They gave us some stuff to test. We put a suspension system on my brother's Frontier. Um, some more products. They, they helped sponsor some of our runs. Like I said, when we do our, our group events, our expeditions, we have swag bags and giveaways and raffles and stuff. And they participated in that. Um, we Last November, we met with them at SEMA. And we were, I was driving the conversation from a sponsorship perspective. I, 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 was, I was working towards bringing them on as a, as a second sponsor. We were going to replace one of our sponsors anyways, and I wanted it to be them. Uh, that conversation with the CEO was also being driven from the other direction about their plans for 2022 and, and from an expansion perspective across the country. Uh, so through the, through the process of me developing proposals and working with them to get a sponsorship uh, for the show, uh, we also started talking about a role in the organization. So uh, as of February 1st, uh, I'm the VP of construction for Ironman 4x4, uh, going to be overseeing any of the uh, construction and build out across North America. And, and the new thing, and I believe this is, uh, this is correct, correct me if I'm wrong, the new thing for Ironman4x4.com is, is that they're expanding into North America. So it's, yeah. it's Ironman 4x4 North America or America? Ironman4x4America.com. Yeah. So Ironman 4x4 started, it, it was uh, a Jacob Springworks in Australia, like in, I should know this, it was like 45, 50, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, the, the, the guy that started it, Mr. Jacobs, uh, was building um, suspension products for military vehicles in Australia. Um, that grew over time and they pivoted to the consumer market from the military and industrial, industrial, uh, um, uh, 1958 is when it started by Gunther Jacobs. So they, they pivoted to the consumer market because off-roading and overlanding had really started to grow in, in Australia. So they have been around since then, since the, the mid fifties, they have, built out 150, 60 retail locations in Australia, distribution centers in Australia. They have retail and distribution presence in Asia, Middle East, Europe, South America, everywhere except North America. And this is kind of the last last frontier for the brand. And they want to, we want to be the the premier source for off-road and outdoor accessories. And that's important uh, to, to note here. It's not just lift kits and shocks and those type thing. It's a whole range of things that you do off road. It is every. It is everything. Literally everything. Which now, if I take my Iron Man hat off, which I'm literally wearing right now, um, and and put my Trail Chaser hat on, part of the reason that we wanted to bring them on as a sponsor is because they were so broad in what they offered: uh, rooftop tents, sleeping systems, tables and chairs, cooking, uh, storage. Uh, vehicle armor, windshield, everything, everything you can ever need for for your vehicle and outdoor adventures. So from a from a, a podcast content perspective, it was an opportunity to really get our hands on a lot of this stuff that we use on a regular basis because we're in Southern California. We have 
you know, the dirt is our playground. We have so much access to so much land and we do it all the time. Um, that was really the appealing piece. And, and after getting the opportunity to physically beat the crap out of the components and the products that they gave us, I really have a strong belief in the brand as a whole. Uh, so the, the brand, I mean, you can literally, it, it's literally a one-stop shop uh, for, for off-road, overland, outdoor camping accessories. And, and they were primarily, I think, uh, Toyota, Land Cruiser type things over in Australia or uh, predominantly around the world. But they're actually getting in. Um, I mean, I, I'm not saying they didn't have Jeep stuff before, but that really wasn't the, their main focus. But getting into North, North, uh, North America, they're a little more uh, interested in the Jeep market here, I, I suspect. Yeah, 100%. So if you think about Australia and European, uh, if you think about every market except here, the Toyota Hilux and the Nissan Patrol and the Nissan Navara are king, right? That's that's the the Toyota Land Cruiser. Toyota has uh, is a dominant force in every market outside of the United States. So that was what they cut their teeth on, and they built a lot of suspension. Today, if you're a Toyota owner, you can go to Ironman 4x4 America and get just about anything you could ever need from suspension to bumpers, the whole deal. Um, that product line has grown over time. And as, as we expand further into North America, we recognize that we're going to need to expand um, that product availability and they are doing so. They're working on, I, I've seen, you know, product roadmaps and a lot of things are coming up in the pipeline and I'm not going to make it because I get questions all the time now from people. When's this going to be ready? Look, <laughs> I, I don't know. But if you, you know, if you look at the website, there is, there's things for, for Jeeps, for Nissans, for Lexus, where because the Lexus, for example, the GX 470 and 460 is built on the Toyota 4Runner platform, there's a lot of stuff for that as well. Um, Nissan, which we're a huge fan of the Nissan Frontier, and we have suspension products for that. Um, it, so it's if you're if you're driving a Chevy Silverado, uh, we may not have the product yet, but it's something that we are actively working on. You, you know, in a, in the form of trying to build a broad product uh, catalog that fits everything we need to fit in our market. Yeah, just looking here at uh, IronMan4x4America.com, uh, looking at uh, the I put up a pulled up Jeep, and I'm seeing uh, the Cherokee XJ, which is surprising to me. And uh, God bless them, they got the XJ on there. I don't know how much how much they got for it yet, but uh, the Gladiator JT, the Grand Cherokee, the WJ, uh, the uh, Grand Cherokee, the WK2, the Grand Cherokee ZJ, Liberty KJ, uh, Liberty KK, uh, Wrangler JK, Wrangler JL, and the Wrangler TJ. You thought I had forgotten about it. You thought they had forgotten about it. But, of course, if the XJ is there, the TJ is going to be there, too. Yep. So you yep. guys got and, – and, and there's there's lift kits here and shocks and stuff and uh, track bars and uh, panhard bar and uh, the whole nine yards. So this is something that – I mean, currently I, – I, I mean, I don't want to uh, say, like, you know, just keep watching. They're going to have Jeep stuff in the future because they're getting geared up. No, they got the Jeep stuff now. So you can mm-hmm. go over there now, and that again was Ironman Four by Four America dot com. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. It's you know the uh, and over over the last I'm going to say decade or so, Jeep as a as a brand has made a lot of inroads in Australia. Right? There's they're not as uncommon as they used to be. So um, I just think you know the R and D team from Ironman is just responding to what people want, right? That's what's where the market is going for, for Australia. And they recognize that's where the market is in America. 
So they're doing their best to 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 get there. I mean, I mean there's a uh, weekly conversation about scanning new vehicles and where can we get our hands on one of these and who's who knows somebody that has that. So we got to get it scanned and and the the VP of product and uh, the R and D team are constantly working on that piece of it. And it's it's this you know uh, as you can imagine it, it's a balancing act of okay. We got to get, get geared up for the new stuff coming, but we can't leave this stuff behind. How do we get all this stuff done at the same time? Oh, and I can imagine that it is so exciting to be uh, be a part of this, uh, getting getting it going in North America, uh, and at the same time, very frustrating because there's so many moving parts going on at the same time, and you don't want to make a mistake, and you certainly don't want to uh, make something that is not going to be a good seller. But it, you know, it's gonna it's gonna happen. Uh, you just you know it's going to so you just gotta uh, kind of shotgun it but it's gonna be I mean I, I I know I told you this offline but I'll tell you here on the show congratulations because it's just like you said you had wanted to get into some f- sort of uh, off road uh, job but uh, I mean how, how many off road jobs can you get in that's actually gonna pay the bills and yeah. let you raise your family and stuff so this is like just a amazing story that just because of the podcast and i and i hope you don't mind me sharing this you actually thought about uh stopping the podcast a good what six months to a year or or longer before this opportunity came up with iron man and and yep. i think that if you had canceled it none of this would have happened yeah yeah 100 percent. um and and what it what had happened was i i in this in yeah december of 2020 I had taken a, a, a role as a, a VP of operations at a company that, that needed a lot of work. That was there, there was a lot of moving parts and it was uh, a turnaround function. And, and I was putting in 14 hour, 16 hour days. And I just, I personally didn't have the time to dedicate to the show and the development that, that I had previously. Um, in my previous role, I had a lot of free time where I could, you know, in the, during the day schedule interviews and, and do promotion and social and all that stuff. And, and so um, it had gotten to the point where I had something had to give or, or I had to be able to delegate. And so as a team, and, and in all honesty, if there, there's a handful of episodes during the, the middle of 2021 that just became redundant and boring. It was the same topic. We talked about how, what, what, Jose, what truck Jose is going to buy five times in a row. Because <laughs> we had nothing else to talk about. Because honestly, what would happen is I would, I would, I would go, crap, it is, it's recording time. Did anybody schedule an interview or do it bring any topics? None of us did. So we just turned it on and winged it. And yeah. which we can do time to time. We did it this last week and it actually turned out pretty good. But, but when you're winging it every week, you, I felt like we weren't providing any content, any value to the listener. And if we're not doing that, what are we doing? And so as a team, we just sat down and said, what are we going to do? You know, if we're, if we're going to do this, we need to be at least putting in the appropriate effort to, to if we're going to ask people for our, for their time and, and have them listen to our show, we need to provide them something. So as a team, we all agreed, yep, we're going to step it up. And we did, we, we, we shifted our focus. We, um, we got on a, a little bit more of a, uh, a scheduled path and uh, landed a bunch of good interviews at the time. And then we went to SEMA and then that ramped up even more stuff because we made some really good connections. And, and yeah, if, if we had scrapped it, you know, who knows, but um, I, I do think that, that having the podcast and, and having the opportunity to connect with people um, in the industry that, that we're passionate about eventually opened the door to something like this for someone like me. So uh, I may not have been clear on this, uh, but I think I remember you saying 
that uh, the the folks over at Iron Man Four by Four were listening to the podcast before you interviewed them. So you were yeah. on their radar uh, before that. So it wasn't like, oh, who's this guy? Let's listen. Oh, it's got a pretty good show. Let's talk to him. Yeah, let's 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 think about a sponsorship. Hey, let's hire his ass. No, yeah, no, yeah. it was they were listening to the show before. Yeah. So so. Um you know, my understanding, and I don't want to speak for them, but my understanding was, yes, that they, they had heard of the show. They had listened to it a couple of times, uh, even before we had reached out to them for interviews, because the reality is, and, and, and you know this better than anyone, um, as a, as podcasters, we constantly need content and people to talk to. So it's a, it's this, oh, I've got 15 minutes while I'm waiting for, you know, something at the, at the doctor's office and I'll sh- open up social media and scroll through and see something cool and send a uh, DM. Hey, I produced this show. Would you like to come on and talk to us about it? And, um, you know, that, that, that's just a, an ongoing thing to keep the pipeline of, of guests going in the show. And, uh, um, I had done the same thing with Iron Man. Hey, I produced this show. Would you like to come on? And, and the CEO agreed and, you know, found out that he'd actually listened to the show. And then, um, you know, the, the funniest thing now is being in a, in a meeting at work about, work things and have someone in the conference room say something back to me that I said on the show last week and think, Oh damn it. They, they listened. <laughs> like, this, is, <laughs> this is so embarrassing. This is so bad. This is so because <laughs> for years and I, I, I had made the, the comment like for years, I kept the, the podcast and the website separate from my professional life. I didn't yeah. want anybody oh, to know I, about I, it. I know what you're talking. I know what you're talking about. I'm the same way. I was concerned that it would, you know, I, I was concerned that the perception would be that my dedication to a side hustle would limit my growth uh, uh, in my career. And eventually I just got to the point where I went, you know what, if that's the case, I don't care. Uh, you know, I've, I'm doing okay. And the, the show is part of who I am. The listeners are part of who my family and who I, who I am. And, and so I just kind of ran with it. And um, to be able to, to, to say, hey, I, you know, I, I had this opportunity in part, uh, in part, because of the show and the co-hosts that put their time into it, and the, the listeners that listen to it, and all the companies that participate in it, it's it's pretty awesome. And I, I like the way you said their family, because that's the way I think about our listeners: is their family. They're they're people that have jeeps, or they've gotten jeeps, and it's fun hearing their perspective on things. And then we go back to that that uh, interaction. Speaking of interaction, and, and I, if you got any more to say about this, go right ahead. But let's uh, let's dovetail into uh, you you getting off road because uh, we're just kind of getting into that now. Uh, but you guys have been doing this uh, for a number of years, I believe, where you actually go off into the desert and do things in uh, off road vehicles. Yeah, that's that's how the whole thing started. I started uh, off roading ninety. 293 right out of high school and bought my first jeep and there was no such thing as overlanding it was a uh, a styrofoam ice chest and a sleeping bag and slept <laughs> in the back of the jeep. yeah <laughs> um and uh so that's that's always been what i've done i've always been passionate about it and so that was that's always been at the core of what we do so we um um we try to b- besides the day runs we try to put together a, you know we did a day run this last week with one of our partners um, but we try to put on at least once a quarter, a trail chaser expedition where it's a larger two, three night event. We, we do Mojave trail as an example. This last one we did uh, for the winter w- expedition was, uh, at the King of the Hammers event in Johnson Valley. 
uh, we've done Parker, Arizona, we've done, we've done a bunch of different things and we try to, every time we build on it and it becomes, um, you know, an event where you sign up, you register, you get swag bags, we do raffles, we give away some really cool stuff. We have been very, very fortunate that companies like Ironman and EVGA and Next Entire have, uh, have, uh, you know, really pitched in as an example, uh, on our Mojave trip last year, we gave away a set of Rodian MTXs to a listener that, that won in the, at the campfire raffle. Um, and then going back to tying into being family, uh, a year later, I, uh, I married him and his wife, uh, uh, this over the Thanksgiving holiday. So, um, we, we try to do as much of that stuff as we can. Yeah, it's really cool. And, uh, that was the other thing that I was going to mention. So I was surprised because I figured you, they gave you a job at Ironman 4x4 and you just dropped the sponsorship thing of Trail Chasers. But no, <laughs> you got both. So yeah. Ironman 4x4 is a is a sponsor for the Trail Chasers and, and you do the job too. So I, I thought that was just great. I mean, talk about waiting. I mean, the, 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 you just got both of them there. Now, how does the sponsorship work for your listeners? Uh, in theory, um, well, not even in theory. Oh, I'm sorry. You're out. You guys are out of luck. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. So here, here's what, here's what it has, has done and what we're working towards. And because I, I started that with, there's a lot of things that it, I want it to do that we just haven't had the time to do yet. So, um, we, we get the opportunity to get hands-on with a lot of the Ironman products, uh, Next Entire products. You know, we 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 love Next Entire. They've been a sponsor of the show for a long time. The Ironman stuff, for example, um, I've used uh, personally used their swag tent, their refrigerator, their air compressor, their uh, deflators, all of those things. Like I get the chance to physically use those, and then I will. T- and and that was part of the whether I work for them or not. Um, one of the things that I've always said to anybody that's provided us product to use is that i will be honest oh, i'm going yeah. to be you have to be honest i i'm not going to say this is a great product if it's not i would rather just not talk about it um so that's one thing that 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 everybody knows when they when they work with us on the show so um i have i have had nothing but good experiences with all of the iron man 4x4 products um which made me believe in the brand which then made me pursue them as a sponsor um, which then when it flipped and became a job opportunity made me jump in hundred um, percent. So the, what it does for the listener is it provides us access to stuff so that we can, we can try it and tell you whether or not it's good. So you can, you can, if you're going to spend your money, you know, you're getting something good. Um, we have started a Patreon account uh, where we are the trail chasers at Patreon. And by signing up for the Patreon account, you will get discount codes for, uh, several of the partner companies that we're working with. And, and this is the part that we're still finalizing this. So the discount codes haven't rolled out just yet. They're supposed to roll out this month. Mm-hmm. Uh, companies like Air Down Off-Road, EVGA, Ironman 4x4, Mountain Hatch, Outer Limit Supply, Shower Pouch, and some others that we haven't finalized yet. But the goal is to use the the connections that we have in the community. And, and by connections, I mean, we talk to people in the off-road space every week so we get to know these people and then we go all those people i just named we have gone out and gone off-roading and camping with all of those people oh, with the exception of outer limit because he's in uh, colorado we haven't hung out with him yet but the the guys from shower pouch and mountain hatch and evga and air down we've we've camped with them for the weekend we've gone off roading trips with them so we want to bring those relationships that we have to the listener so that they can get some kind of benefit from it whether it be discount codes or 
uh, a relationship where they where they uh, um, uh, get to know these guys and get to experience the products firsthand. Um, perfect example: uh, Mountain Hatch did not make um, the Mountain Hatch for the Nissan Frontier, and we badgered the shit out of them until they <laughs> they made it for Matt's truck, and then they sold like a dozen of them within the first month because all of our listeners went, "Great, we're going to buy them now." Yeah, yeah. No, uh, so the, so you give you give your uh, your listeners information about the the products, which is you're saving them money because they could <laughs> they could chance it and buy it on their own and then not be happy with it. So this is like I guess it's like a movie review. Yeah, you know, should I spend the eighteen dollars to go watch this movie or let me listen to somebody first? So yeah, it's yeah. A, that's that's a, a great example. I wasn't sure if you were uh, you were doing giveaways because I know that uh, at least with the Nexon tires, you guys have done those before. So. Yep, that that's coming. Um, you know, part of the Iron Man stuff that we we negotiated was the opportunity to do some giveaways. Um, we we again at our last expedition we gave away uh, some uh, tire deflators and a bunch of stuff. We raffled off a, a a very nice swag tent. the The swag tent is the all inclusive one tent, and I love it. It's it it looks like a duffel bag. You take it out of the duffel bag and unroll it, and it's already got the mattress and everything in it. And it's big enough for one person to sleep in. With it. There's a two-person one as well. And it's it's been the best sleeping experience outdoors that I've ever had. Um, and so much so that we've had a couple of our, our people in our group buy them. Um, so those kinds of things, you know, gi- it gives us the opportunity to give, give away those things when we go on events, on uh, trips. Very cool. So I mentioned uh, to our uh, Discord uh, server listeners, uh, or the listeners that get on Discord the, for the Jeep Talk Show. And you, you're familiar with what Discord is, right? Um, yeah. So, uh, and and for anybody out there that's not, it's like a twenty-four by seven uh, group chat thing. So, uh, a lot of the Zoom people say it's like the Zoom people, but doing just doing chat instead of video and audio. Anyway, uh, I put out there that we were doing this interview uh, with Cody at Trail Chasers, and uh, Short Hood uh, says, "Tell t- <laughs> Tommy Two Jeep says hello." <laughs> yes, Short Tommy. Tommy is a longtime listener. Uh, he, uh, he's good at busting my chops and, uh, we had him, we had him on this show, uh, not long ago because he had done like a 2000, 3000 mile round trip in his JK that heavily modified JK flatbedded. And, um, the, the funny thing is we, we asked him about before he went, he had sent an email and we asked him about the vehicle and he sent us these two pictures. Uh, and we, we thought he had two Jeeps. And what it was is one picture was the before and one picture was the after. And we didn't, we were just too dumb to realize it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's, he's a super good guy. Yeah. He also sent a picture of uh, the uh, uh, trail chasers uh, a sticker, which is a, a, a round sticker with a sun uh, beaming over a mountain, uh, mountain. Mm-hmm. Line. I, I don't know if that's the current that one, one or. Well, I, so I'm a, uh, I'm a, a wannabe graphic designer. Yeah. I love design <laughs> stuff. It's like I can sit here I can sit here and draw pictures and t-shirts all day long. And just to satisfy my own needs, uh, I created the, uh, the shop on uh, trailchasers.net. So you can go to trailchasers.net slash shop or just click shop. And I've got hats and stickers and shirts and on there. So every, I haven't done anything in a couple months, but every once in a while I'll get a, a random idea of a logo or t-shirt design or whatever and i'll throw it up there and he he snagged it and and he was he got it before the shop was even launched because he was smart enough and paid attention to the things that i was saying and went hmm 
I bet if I go to trailchasers.net slash shop, I could get to it. And uh-huh. he did. I didn't have it published yet. And he ordered a shirt, I think, a, I mean, a sticker and I think a hat before before the, the and website. And you were was. like, what the hell? I got a hacker listening I, to the show. So, yeah, so we started joking around about him being a hacker, but he works on a farm. <laughs> oh, that's great. So let me ask you this. Um, now, I, I, we kind of glossed over this because I know the background on this, but we the people are saying, okay, fine. Why do they need a construction guy at Ironman 4x4? Uh, what does that mean for North America? It means that there's construction occurring in North America. <laughs> That's what it means. That means there's going to be places to go. Means it means that we are we are committed uh, as an organization committed to uh, making it easier for people in North America to get their hands on the things that they need to go experience the outdoors. So this isn't like Amazon where you just go on, you look at the screen, and you you get nose prints and stuff on the screen. You can actually go into a store. Do you can you give us any idea about where the stores are going to be located, or is that uh, still under wraps? So right right now we do have a a far flagship store is in uh, Tualatin, Oregon, just outside of Portland. So our our primary distribution center right now is in Oregon, um, and we're 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 sending everything out from that location. Um, the uh, and and at the distribution center there is a, a flagship store, and you can walk in. Um, like I said earlier, there's there's retail locations across the world. Um, but in, in North America, it's hard for everybody to get to Tualatin to be able to experience that. And, and if you know anything about trying to ship things from the Pacific Northwest to Texas or the East coast, it ain't easy. So, right. you know, it, for us to grow as a, as a brand and be able to get product to people quicker, we need to find ways to be closer to where the people are. So that's, th- that's part of what, what I'm here to identify and figure out. Okay, so that's the that's the the challenge for 2022 and probably 2023, uh, and and uh, and I'm sure even uh, longer in the future. So basically, what you guys should take away from this is is that there probably is going to be an Ironman four x four coming uh, relatively new to you, and as time progresses, probably closer and closer, and all of a sudden you open the door and boom, there they are. <laughs> uh, if if it were up to me, uh, everybody would see Mister Green out their front window. <laughs> Mr. I, it's, 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 Mr. Green is the big, if you're not familiar with the Iron Man 4x4 logo, it's a big green monster. It's, that's the Iron Man. I call him Mr. Green. And I would, I would love to be driving down any freeway in America and see that logo somewhere, you know, for in one capacity or another, whether it be uh, retail partners. We already have a lot of retail partners and shops that are putting in the product and uh, dealerships that are out, uh, upfitting vehicles with the Iron Man product before they're getting sold. Um, so, you know, depending on the market that you're in, there's a, a pretty good, there's a pretty good chance that we're already in that market. We're already doing it. You just might not know it yet. Um, so the, uh, the, the goal is to increase that brand recognition, you know, throughout the country. Yeah. And keep in mind folks that these, the, uh, Ironman four by four is uh, worldwide. They're just now getting into North America. This isn't like new, uh, to the world. It's only yeah. new to us. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> they've been doing this uh, for uh, other folks for what 1958, I think, is what you yeah. said. So uh, I, I think this will be a good company for you to check out. Uh, go and look, and and keep in mind you want to keep looking because as they uh, make more and more products, uh, I, I suspect a lot of them will be more 
uh, America focused. So if you don't see something for your Jeep or your Nissan or your Toyota now, uh, I would be surprised if you didn't see something for your Toyota uh, at Ironman 4, 4x4. <clears throat> but if you don't see it now, keep checking back and see what uh, what comes up. If nothing else, you know you're bored at work. Just check it. Uh, it it's fun <laughs> to do. <laughs> and and that's, uh, that's, that's the one half of it. The other half is, and you need to put on your list of podcasts to listen to, trailchasers.net. And you guys do a weekly episode. And you yep. can and, and you can uh, you can catch uh, Cody and his team live on YouTube. And you said six thirty uh, Pacific time on Tuesdays. Correct. Correct. How long does that show usually go? Uh, it really depends. Uh, the the interview is usually forty five minutes to an hour, uh, depending on the guest and what they have to say. And then we usually do another segment for another forty five minutes to an hour. Um, you know, not going to lie. There's, there's Tuesday nights when we're all exhausted. We got nothing to talk about and we're done in, in an hour. Um, but there's also shows where I'm like, crap, this is going to be two hours and 15 minutes. Um, and, and the, the backstory is, or, or one of the backstories is I used to spend a lot of time editing the show, like, because we, we would specifically, uh, uh, market safer work and, uh, uh, and the guys knew that. And people in the chat room would egg them on, and they would <laughs> they would slip an f bomb in on me. And now I, I now, now I would literally with notes. I'd have to write yep. notes yep. when all the f bombs were, <laughs> and and then when we started doing it live on YouTube, it got even harder. And then so I finally just said, "Look, it is what it is." So we let it fly. At this point, we let it fly. If you if you are uh, easily offended. And don't like uh, uh, junior high school fart jokes. We're probably not the show for you, uh, but because we're a bunch of uh, thirty and forty year old dudes that still laugh at fart jokes, uh, and 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 it there are there are times it goes off the rails, and um, but that's what makes it fun. So married women know this, and I've probably told you this before. Married women know this. Men mature until junior high, and then it stops. Not 100%. Anything 100%. after that is just learning how to get along with the public. <laughs> yes. Exactly. The rest of it is hiding it from your boss. Exactly. And the funny, funny thing is my six-year-old can't cannot speak a sentence that doesn't include fart, poop, or butt. And I think it is absolutely hilarious, but I have to turn around and walk away because I don't want to encourage it right now. I want her to learn to, you can't, look, we can't talk about this in public. You can't, you know, I, but- I'm just I, so proud. hundred <laughs> percent. And my wife, my wife will look at me and just shake her head because she knows genetically it's my fault. Yeah. I'm the one that did that. And, and you can, you're, if you want to use this, go right ahead. I tell my wife whenever she complains about how the girls are just like me, I say, be careful who you have kids with. Yes. 100%. 100%. And my, my daughter is not afraid to get uh, enraged uh, at things and have a temper and I'll, my wife is this, I w- I've said it a thousand times, she is the sweetest, nicest person on the planet that physically cannot be mad, which I've taken advantage of over the last 10 years. Oh, of course. But she's, she can't. And so when my wife, when my daughter gets super angry about something, I'll just look at my wife and be like, See, that's your fault. That's, that's all you. <laughs> and she, like, if, if, that's the only time I've ever seen her look at me with, like, death in her eye because it's me. It's absolutely me when my, when my daughter loses her stuff. And, uh, but I try to blame it on Tammy and it doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. No, but you got to, I mean, I've got a dented steering stabilizer on the Jeep talk show, 2021 gladiator. 
Josh has driven that thing for like maybe 15 minutes off road, and he's the one that dented the sta- steering stabilizer. So that, that this is how it goes, you know. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Well, Cody, you know how the kids love the social media these days. Where uh, and you got two sets. You got to give us. You got to give us the one for Iron Man Four by Four, and you got to give us the one for uh, TrailChasers.net. Uh, trailchasers.net that's the easy one it's uh, the trail chasers on everything um, at this point we've we've secured that on just about every platform uh, Iron Man 4x4 America is the same on Instagram it's Iron Man 4x4 America uh, YouTube please go to the the Iron Man 4x4 America YouTube channel the guys do a really really good job for anybody that's tried to curate a, or, or build a YouTube channel you know how much work it is and our content team does an amazing job and chris wagner we call him wags our our vp of product he's a hell of a character and he is a lot of fun and he does these install videos and and the guys just did a trip this last week get this these guys left on monday for the most epic off-road destination in the world to take pictures and photos and stuff and then they came back so they could they could edit all the film and and video and i had to stay here and draw maps uh, <laughs> but uh the youtube channel is really good and then they're also we're also on uh, uh facebook iron man 4x4 america and the website is iron man 4x4 america.com very cool so you guys got to check that out you got to check out both trailchasers.net and iron man 4x4 america.com and uh, call in let us know what you find there and if you buy anything let us know what you got and uh how it turned out for you i'm sure it'll be really good because it's uh, you can tell it's just been tested uh, to hell and back already Mm-hmm. Agreed. Well, Cody, thanks a lot for being here. It's been way too long. Uh, mark it on your calendar to come back and let us know what's going on. And I still think it'd be a lot of fun to uh, get you and your uh, your two co-hosts on here all at the same time. And we could uh, really teach people what a sausage fest is. Yeah, for, yeah we would wreck stuff. It's, uh, <laughs> we, uh, we, we would ruin something for sure. <laughs> well, have a great night. And, and congratulations again. Very happy for you and your family. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate everything you guys have done. And, and I've said it before, you know, you guys, you guys opened the door to give me an opportunity to uh, throw the rest of my life away. And I appreciate it. <laughs> hey, thanks again to Cody for being on the show. I've known Cody for many years and finally got, him meeting, got to meet him at SEMA 2019. I think it was 2019. Uh, 2020 was COVID. I think it was the year before. Maybe it was 2018. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I got to meet him. Uh, and of course, I encourage you to give Trail Chasers podcast a listen if you're not already doing so, as, as many people are. Uh, Chris, did you know that they have a live video on Tuesdays? You know, whenever they're recording their, their show, they uh, have it live. Uh, uh, Cody, Matt, and uh, Jose uh, are all there on YouTube. And you can uh, watch, listen, and uh, interact with the host. I try not to interact so much because I'll catch Cody's eye on some of the comments I make and derail the entire show. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've heard. I listened to their uh, latest episode this past week, and uh, they, they mentioned that. They mentioned they were recording. They give the timestamp, and uh, I, I just haven't caught them live on uh, YouTube. I'm should should do that one of these days. That's a, that's a neat uh, neat feature they do. I, I think that the the show is still going on after uh, the roundtable because we record our show uh, the roundtable episode on Tuesdays as well mm-hmm. at eight p.m. Central Time. And uh, if you're interested in joining the Zoom meeting, which I, I should have mentioned this earlier, uh, just go to jeeptalkshow.com/slash/contact. And uh, also, too, if you're coming to the event, and it's not too late to come out. I mean, I know it's Thursday, and uh, the, the event is Saturday, so uh, you, you still have time to come out. If you're looking for last-minute information, we have that set up for you on the website. Again, if you go to jeeptalkshow.com contact, you'll see, I believe it's at the very top of the page now, 
uh, about uh, the event information where you click on that and you can go to the event page. If you check that uh, event, uh, I know you're not going, Chris, but uh, living vicariously through the website, have you gone and checked the events page? Yes, I have. Absolutely. So I'm hoping that the information there is uh, is clear enough and that we didn't put too much of it on there. Uh, but what's really cool is uh, Bill and uh, John, uh, several trips out to the park, uh, they mapped uh, the trails that we're going to be using and uh, used, uh, I think it was Gaia that they used to, uh, to, to mark the trails that we're going to use. And then we have that file, the GPX file available. You, you download that from uh, the page and it'll go straight into Gaia. It also work in uh, OnX, uh, the, the mapping service that uh, Jeep is promoting. So, um, yeah. that, uh, that'll make, make things a lot easier. I think it'll make it real easy for people to get to the park and to find us. And there's also information in there about, uh, the GMRS channel that we're going to be on. And, uh, I'll have to remember to assign somebody to listen on that channel for a talk-in frequency. But yeah, still, still plenty of time to, uh, listen to this episode and come out. Now, if you're listening to this episode weeks, the weeks later, then no, it's done. It's over. Who knows? We all may have been dead from a meteor strike. And this is the, <laughs> one of the final episodes of the show. But, uh, and you, and you saved your life by not listening and not coming. But, uh, don't let me, uh, be the negative Nelly there. Come on out. You know, that's not going to happen. If anything happens, it'll probably be a UFO landing that you'll miss. It'll be first contact from, uh, like Star Trek, Chris. And, uh, just think, could you, you could have been there, uh, in, in a historic fashion, uh, the Jeep talk show. Uh, either me or Josh, probably Josh. Josh would be would jump in front of me, trip me, and jump in front of me, and go out there and make first contact with the aliens. I'm betting that uh, it'll be the uh, be like the old Twilight Zone episode where uh, the serve mankind. The book turns out to be a, a cookbook, and then we'll never see Josh again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, <laughs> I don't know where that went, but that's uh, that's the way. Uh, that's <laughs> this is what you got to look forward to coming to the vet. <laughs> Do you have an idea for a guest? Do you work in the off-road industry or know someone who does? Or maybe you would like to be a guest in the Jeep Talk Show. Just go to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact now and share your idea for our next great guest. Hey, coming up next week, Dan Greck with the TheRoadChoseMe.com. Dan has circumnavigated, I think I'm using that word correctly, the African continent, continent, continent. It, that's different from incontinence, right? Uh, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> and now he's living out of his Jeep Gladiator, traveling through Australia. Find out more about his all his trips, really, because uh, it, it it wasn't just Africa. He he went up to uh, gosh, it was like uh, um, down to South America from Alaska uh, on his first trip. That was in a TJ, and uh, then then the Africa thing was in a JK, and now uh, driving around Australia. And I don't think he's just going from like Walmart to. The, uh, the opera house or anything i think he's actually in the the outback uh i'm so australian uh so yeah, I, <laughs> i've been following him on youtube and he's uh, somewhere in the middle of the red the the red center i don't know exactly why it's called but he said he's traveling the red center of australia now oh that's interesting yeah the, it's just uh it's rock and dirt uh there's like the areas along the coast that are built up and then the rest of it is just like rock and dirt and and 10 15 different kind of uh, creatures that all want to kill you <laughs> 
spiders and snakes that chase you so yeah well you know it's never as bad as you think uh i saw a picture of a scorpion the other day and i've just always thought man i'm so glad i don't live where there's uh, scorpions but people live in uh, arizona and uh, places that are that have a lot of scorpions and they just know where where not to what's the step or to look uh, and be careful and uh, they they don't get stung so i think it's the same thing in australia it's very easy to sign up for our newsletter. Just go to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact and you'll find a link to click and sign up. And don't worry, it's as easy to unsubscribe as it is to subscribe. Chris, I'm seeing a theme here. It seems to me that we tell everybody to go to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact. And if we can uh, say that a number of times, it just reinforces uh, their, their memory of going to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact. As, would you say that we repeat that a lot? <laughs> yes need to repeat it a couple more times as well <laughs> so it's always sad to complete a trail ride but you know there's always going to be another also true with the jeep talk show there's another episode coming to you tomorrow if you're enjoying the jeep talk show help us let other people know about it head over to tiktok and put in pound jeep talk show and pound giveaways on your post chris you're old enough to know that it's uh, that 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 little hashtag symbol is actually the pound symbol on the phone right Yes, it is. There we go. So I'm being clever, but I'm also being very accurate. Podcasting since 2010.